Hello precious one. You are once again welcome to the hour of liberation with Pastor Eric Otibuatin from ICG's Holy Hill Temple, Sotium Accra. You are about to listen to the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord has the power, the proclivity and the propensity to uplift you and liberate you from any pit of mediocrity onto the hill of prominence. Stay tuned and listen to the word of the Lord. I remember some years ago we used to stay at Deseret Hospital, opposite Deseret Hospital. One Saturday we were there and we had a shout in one room. And there was this young, there was this lady in the room. And the lady was wallowing on the floor like something. The lady was on the floor and the lady was like a one in nine half the, the way the lady was behaving. So they called us. So when I got there, I saw the lady was in pain. And I said, Mommy, I'm so far about Desert Hospital. Because it was just opposite us. So as I was going inside to go and put on a different garment so that I would take the lady there, I heard a voice pray for the girl, pray for the lady. And I said no. So I went back and I I I, I put my hand in her on her belly and I prayed for her. After that, I, I, I realized that after praying, the lady was coming back to normal. And I told them that they should give her water to drink. And everything that she was going through started uh, started becoming normal. And I said, wow. So I have something in me. And I was taking this girl to Desert Hospital for them to go and give her drink and take money. Where they even sometimes don't know what is happening to them. There are so when I, when my mother was admitted at Hollywood, there are so many doctors say eh, when you tell them the kind of sickness that is worrying the patient, it is then that they are going to Google and see the things they have to engage. Yeah, I saw some of them. They are now going to Google the young ones that are coming up. They are now going to Google and see some of the things they have to go through and all that. So most of them, when they are coming to the world, they are coming with their phones. So something is happening to somebody and you are trust. I'm not saying we shouldn't trust in doctors. We should trust in them. Because Jesus said, if somebody is not sick, he doesn't need physician. So it means we need physicians on our way. But at times, we must let the devil know that we are serving the master physician. And he has given us the power to heal all sickness, to cast out all demons. You must cast out demons. Tell somebody you must cast out demons. Tell somebody it is your assignment to cast out demons. So a time is coming. Somebody will come to your shop, Alex, to come and buy books. As they are standing there, you realize that the person is possessed with a spirit that is going to disturb your business. You must lay hands on the person and say, cast out. And in, in this kind of work, if you are not if you are not serious, you can't do it. In this, in this, no, if you are not mad, you can't do it. Because at times the devil, the demon can even intimidate you. I remember one day I was praying for a lady on a field, Pashiman field. As we were doing the deliverance, we were casting out the demons. Then the, the spirit started laughing. <laughs> That is what the spirit said. At times they are very funny. 
They want to they want to destabilize the spirit that has been arose in you so that you feel like you don't have there is nothing that you can do. You can stop doing what God has asked you to do. So the spirit started talking. Do you know when I started marrying this girl? I married this girl when, when she was in school and she was wearing short skirts, 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 and all that. And I started marrying the girl. And I said, then your, your marriage is going to end today. He said, you are lying. I said, me, I'm lying. He said, and, and I told him, you are also lying. Then we started. So some of them, they will try and intimidate you. But you must know the power that resides in you. Because the power that is in you, it is more powerful than every power on earth. Casting out demons, it is a way for you to do. But ask yourself, how many times have you cast out demons? Miriam, how many times have you cast out demons? Oh, demons, yeah. At times it's not demons, at times it's sickness. Huh? At times it's sickness. There are some headache that comes upon you when, when you are about to go to church service. That sickness, that headache, you should cast it out. The Bible says that one day, Jesus was very hungry, going to Peter's house to go and eat. When they got there, Peter's mother-in-law was, 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 was found sitting down with fever. The Bible says that Jesus laid his arm on him hey, and said, be cast out fever. Because remember, every sickness, there is a spirit behind it. Are you with me? There is a spirit behind every sickness. So Jesus said, be ye cast out. And the Bible says that the woman arose and go and prepare food for them. So there are some of you, the people that must give you money to be able to prosper in life, they are suffering from certain kind of sickness and certain kind of demons that you need to arise as a believer and preach to them so that their sickness will be cast out from them. Are you with me? Are you with me? In Acts chapter 16, verse number 16, Acts chapter 16, verse number 16, the Bible says that Paul went to a certain place to preach the gospel. As they were preaching, there was this young girl that was following them. Every time this girl is following them and is proclaiming, these people are the people that has been sent by God to preach the gospel that will bring salvation to many. Though what the girl was saying was true, what the girl was saying was true, but the girl was not saying it by a good spirit. Are you with me? Are you with me? What the girl was saying, they're not a no but so there are some of you, you go to places and they prophesy to you. Your mother is called this. Your father is called this. Your mother is called this. You have your bare sheet is like this. The pants you are wearing is this color and you are happy. This man can see. It is not everybody who see that sees from the spiritual, uh, the godly perspective. This young girl, the Bible says, and he followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are servants of the Most High, which show unto us the way of salvation. Every day the girl was saying it. And the Bible says that never, the Bible says that Paul was angry. Paul was angry, and being grieved, he turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to what? To come out. And the Bible says at that very point in time, the spirit came out from the girl. Why? Because he has commanded the spirit to come out. Not in his name as Paul, but in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Any sickness lying in your body, any weakness.
sickness in your body. I declare by the name of Yeshua Hamashiach, may that weakness leave your body right now. May it be cast out. I said, may it be cast out. I said, may it be cast out. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. So he said, and it came out that same hour. It came out that same what? It came out that same what? And in this same hour, I decree and declare that any sickness hiding in your body, may it be flushed out. I said, may it be flushed out. I said, may it be flushed out. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. So that is our, that is something that must follow us. As believers, we must cast out demons. Say, I will cast out demons. Say, I will cast out demons. Do you know that your pastor might have not been able to cast out demons? But do you know as a church member, you can cast out demons? Are you aware of that? Ebiana was suffering a bit Archbishop Benson in the house, he started raising the dead when his pastor had not even raised the dead before. In my name, you raise the dead. Now, pastor, you raise the dead. So, the fact that somebody is your pastor doesn't mean the power of God is limited to him alone. As a believer, you can also do more and even abundantly what your pastor is doing. And I pray for you that may God raise militants in this church. May God raise men and women and evangelists that will go to the corridors of hell and go and bring souls to the kingdom of Christ. May you receive that power. I said, may you receive that power. May you receive that power. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. So the first sign that will follow you, you who is sitting here, is to cast out demons. In his name, you will cast out demons. That is the first sign. The second sign, he said, in my name, they will speak with a new tongue. Say new tongues. Say new tongues. So those of you that are saying that tongue speaking, kasafufro, eyabadam, vokasano. Anana yesu, anana eyabadam, because he was the one who taught us how to speak in new tongues. I don't know, there is no way in the Bible that that tells us that he spoke in tongues. But any teacher must teach what he knows and he has been practicing. Are you with me? Are you with me? Peter said, what I have, I give thee. So Jesus can never teach them how to speak in new tongues whilst he is not speaking in new tongues. So he told the disciples that tarry in Jerusalem and I will endure you with power for you to speak in that tongues. So some of you, the reason why you cannot even go out and preach the gospel is because you don't know even how to speak in tongues. Because the more you speak in tongues, the more you become potentious. The more you speak in tongues, now... The more you speak in tongues, when they spoke in tongues in Acts chapter 2, the Bible says in Acts chapter 4, they stood before the Sahindrins and began to witness to them about Christ. And they told them, ah, who is these people? These people are unlearned, they are unschooled, they are unskilled. But look at the way they are preaching. And the Bible says that, and they recall, they remember, it, it came into their remembrance that they have walked with Christ. Are you with me? So a time will come. Somebody will look at you and say that, look at the way the sister is preaching. Look at the way the sister is manifesting God's power. It is as a result of he has worked with Christ. 
So you must learn how to speak in tongues. He said, he said, and they shall speak in new tongues. I remember in Acts chapter 10, Peter entered into Cornelius' house and began to preach. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Peter said, and how God anointed Jesus Christ with, of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and preaching the word and healing all them that were oppressed because God was with him. And in the verse 44, he says that after he has preached, the Spirit of God came upon them and they started they started speaking in tongues. Gentiles, people that they don't believe that they are disciples, people that are outcasts. The Bible says that while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Spirit fell on them, which heard the word. Verse 45. And, and they, listen to this, and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. And the Bible says they were what? They were astonished. They were surprised. They were amazed. They were flabbergasted. Now the Bible says that as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the spirit of the Holy Ghost. May God deliver unto you. May it come upon you. Any gift that you need to do the work of God. I pray thee in the name of Jesus. May that power come upon you. May God give you the grace to preach his word. May God give you the grace to do signs and wonders. From today, may you begin to cast out demons. From today, may you begin to lay hands on people. And may they begin to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. So, praying for somebody to receive the Holy Spirit is not for pastors and bishops. Are you with me? I, I want a church. I desire a church that uh, even, even an usher, somebody will be entering into the church and the usher will be greeting the person. Please, you are humbly welcome to church. And as the usher holds the hand of the person, the, the person falls under the power. That is the church I desire. Not a church that are full of lazy Christians. Not a church that are full of rich people, but they are lazy. Because riches will not take you to heaven. What will take you to heaven is manifestation of God's power and glory. For them to bring more souls to church. I want to be rich, but I don't want to be a rich man who cannot witness to people through the power of God. Because believe you me, if you can operate in God's power, if you can manifest in God's power, God will lead you to somebody who is more richer than the richest man on earth and is seeking for God's power to manifest in his life. So don't, do you know why you are still poor? Because there are people waiting for you. The Bible put it this way. It said creation waits in the manifestations of the children of God. Creation. 
awaits for the manifestation of the children of God. It, there are people awaiting for you to manifest. Because it is through your manifestation that is when they will be exalted. I pray for you. May God give you that grace. I said, may God give you that grace. I said, may God give you that grace. In my name, they shall speak in new tongues. In my name. He didn't end there. He said, in my name, they will pick up a serpent. Say serpent. Say serpent. Say serpent. I said, I'm going to in my name, they shall pick up serpents, and the serpent can never harm them. Do you know why? Who created the serpent? Who created the serpent? And the one who created the serpent is in you. How can that creator, the creation, destroy the creator? Are you with me? Every day, how can a pot destroy a potter? How can a falcon teach the falconer what he should do? There is no way. So he said, in my name, they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly disease, it shall not hurt them. They shall take up serpents. Some of you, eh, there are times people poison you. You drink them unknowingly. You don't know it, that it is poison. There are certain foods, eh, when it stays there for some time, it becomes poison. And you don't know, you eat them every day. But because Christ is in you, and Christ cannot be poisoned, you are still alive. Huh? Some of you bet you believe you me. You once upon a time had corona, but because Christ is in you, Christ is stronger than corona. And I pray for you that anyone who poison you in your lifetime, because of this knowledge in God's word, may that poison be destroyed. I said, may that poison be destroyed. I said, may that poison be destroyed. If you believe it, shout, may it be destroyed. He said, they shall drink deadly thing, deadly thing, and they shall not hear them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you, there are times you hear some news. Some news, you know. Upon some you are not going to say, Are you with me? You know there are certain news. When you hear them, it can give you a heart attack. It is a deadly thing. There are certain news, eh? there are certain things. When you see them, it can, it can take you to your early grave. And it's a deadly thing. So Jesus is saying that in my name, I remember there was a time one of our apostles came to Ghana, Apostle Mosima Duba, and we visited him at Alisa Hotel. And he was giving us a fresh testimony that came in his life. He said he was going to Kaduna with one of his drivers from Portacos. And when they were going, he realized that the driver was sleeping. The driver was sleeping. Then he told the driver to be careful. The driver said, oh, Papa, I am okay. So the driver was still sleeping. He said, all of a sudden, he saw that their car was entering into a gutter. All of a sudden. And this man I'm talking about, he, he, is, he, is, he is a continental apostle. He can go to Mexico and pray for water to fall in a certain communities in Mexico. He's a great apostle in Nigeria. His name is Musima Duba. And the apostle told us that, and I saw the car entering into the gutter. And I realized that my time has not come for me to die. So I saw the car, and I realized I remember the name of Jesus. So 
So he said he hit the, the, the dashboard of the car and said, in the name of Jesus, car, come back. He said, all of a sudden, there was this force that brought the car back to the road. There was this, he doesn't know where the force came from. There was this force that brought the car back to the road. Who told you there is no power? It is because you are lazy and you don't want to exert God's power. You don't want to lay, you don't want to, you don't want to push God to do something for you to see. Pastor Mabiba, he said, in the name of Jesus, car, come back. And the car came back. I remember there was a time at Victory Temple, we were going to baptize some people at at, at Wager, and they told us to go and, and, and scout the place. We went there to do wrecking. So after we were coming back, the car that we took to that place, all of a sudden the car said, I will not spark. The car said, I will not spark. Brand the yet the SOEB, and the car said, I will not spark. Then I was the only pastor there. I had to do something. So I went to stand in front of the bullet. They were still operating with the car. They were trying to do something. Then I hit the bullet and I said, in the name of Jesus, we are moving today. Then I brandy spot the car. He spot the car and the oil. Then the aircon. Who told you the name of Jesus is only is only can only work in our jurisdiction as in, 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 in the auspices where we sin? The Holy Spirit can work anywhere. I said, in the name of Jesus, car you are sparking. Then he sparked the car. Oh yeah, then the There is more power in you, but the reason you are not seeing the power is that you have you have told yourself that you will not preach the gospel. I with me because all this power comes upon you when you go out to preach the gospel. He said, when you preach, this science shall do what? Follow them. How can the sign follow you? A better than Jesus this sign shall follow them. You can be a church or diver. Somebody will come and sit in your car. When you are going to work one day, and upon sorry, what chatons are for car no more? We say we are the most Then you lay hands on the seat. Believe you me, anyone who sits in that car who doesn't know Christ will start speaking tongues. I know a certain man in, in, who has joined our father in eternity. His name is called D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody can enter into a city in California and, and after he has dropped by, by a train, everybody in the train station begins to speak in tongues. There are people started speaking in tongues. Then another woman somewhere said that maybe D.L. Moody is around. But that is not a, that shouldn't be a Christian. You must be somebody that when you pass through where people are and they are doing something that is not godly, because of your presence, they will begin to shake. They will begin to shake. The Bible says in Acts chapter 28 that Paul entered into a land called Martha. And when they got to that land called Martha, the Bible says that the, the place was very cold. And Paul gathered certain sticks. And when he gathered the stick, he realized that there was a snake. There was a snake. 
inside the stake, and the snake fastened his hand. And everyone on that land was waiting for Paul to die. And the barbarous people saw us, no little kindness. They show us no little kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us, everyone, because of their, because of their present rain and because of the cold. Next verse. And when Paul had gathered bundles of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper. This is not, viper is more serious than snake. There came a viper out of the heat and fastened Paul's hands. The viper fastened his hands. Next verse. And when the barbarians saw the, the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, who, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered to live. Suffered not to live. And he shook up the he shook up the beast, he shook up the serpent, he shook up the vapor into the fire. And after he has shook into the fire, the Bible says that he felt no harm. He felt no harm. Let's rest. How be it? They looked when they should have swollen. They looked that a time that whenever the serpent bites you, there is a time or duration that they wait to make sure the effect will show up. But they waited. Are you with me? Or he said, how be it? They looked when he should have swollen. They waited and nothing happened. Or falling down dead suddenly. So they were waiting that baby, baby now one cannon. They waited and waited and waited. But after they had looked at a great while and saw no harm come upon Paul, they changed their minds and said that he is a God. So some of you, there are things you are going through. People are looking at you so that you die and they will come for the funeral. But they will wait and wait and wait and wait. They are waiting for them to say something about you. So that they will say that, oh, oh, someone will be kind. You can say, oh, 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 But yet, he will not get any job to do. This man, we said that he will travel abroad. He will travel abroad, but he will not get any work to do. And he will come back. So they are waiting for that calamity to fall on you. But they will wait and wait and wait. Bible says that while they were waiting to see Paul dead, they saw that no. One year is coming, but still Paul is standing and preaching. And the Bible says that they changed their mind. Your enemies will change their mind. I said, Your enemies will change their mind. I said, Your enemies will change their mind. Anyone who is waiting for your downfall, they will fall before you. Anyone who is waiting and going to mock you that you have married and you can't do better, they will be burning themselves. Anyone who is telling you that your business cannot grow, I declare over your life that your business will grow and they will come and look for job. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that a serpent will bite you, but it will not harm you because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. I pray for you this morning. May that venomous serpent, may their serpent, may their, may their poison be flushed out from your system. If you believe a shout, I believe. 
So they were waiting for Paul to die. Anyone who is waiting for you to die, may you go to their funeral. I said, I hope you are all So they were waiting for Paul to die. They waited and waited and waited. You know, every time you don't change your confession, the people that are waiting for you to change your confession, they will change their confession. Are you with me? Say once a son and someone who can. Now go so can and someone who will be here and someone who can. Or more or more chance of versus someone or more versus someone will be doing it. Because there are people they can't. They, the Bible says that and Satan tested Jesus. Ah, or tested now who said Jesus cannot be tested. The Bible says that he vacated. May your enemies vacate. I said, may your enemies vacate from you. I said, anyone who is oppressing, oppressing, and depressing your life, may they live your life. May they vacate from you. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. So you take up serpents. And a serpent, you know, and you say, be And you say, 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 are you with me? Yes. When something happens to you suddenly without your knowing, that is when we are talking about. Because remember, the Bible also says that test not your God. Don't put your God to test. It is Amen. 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 So we must believe it. And he's saying that all these are signs. All these are signs that will follow you. Why? Because you are going to preach the gospel. And the last sign that is very, very important. He said, You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In your lifetime, Because this must be a sign that will bring people to the kingdom. And they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall lay hands on what? On the sick. And they shall recover. I pray for you. May the grace of laying hands of hands. For people to recover. May that grace come upon you. The grace of healing that is in my upon my life. I dispatch and I share with anyone seated under the sound of my voice. That may the grace to heal come upon your life. May the grace to work a working of miracle come upon your life. May anyone.
one who will be sick around your jurisdiction. Uh, when you lay hands upon the person, uh, may they recover. Uh, I said, may they recover. Uh, I said, may they recover. Uh, I said, may they recover. Uh, in the name of Jesus. You should, you should be able to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And, then, and then it's, it's not the work of a bishop. Are you with me? I said it's not the work of who? A bishop. When there was schism in Jerusalem, when there was persecution in Jerusalem, the Bible says that Peter, John, and James, they told the disciples that they should go. They are the patriarchs. They are waiting in Jerusalem. So they should go. The Bible says that Philip went to Samaria. Philip was not a pastor. Philip was just a deacon. And at that time, when they appoint you as a deacon, your work is to make sure, to your work was to take, give food to people. Because in Acts chapter 6, the Bible says that when the people began to multiply, there was so much pressure upon the apostles that when they are sharing the food, they don't share it well. So Peter said, we the apostles, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So let us appoint some men that are going to help us to do this work. So they appointed people. Stephen was part and Philip was part. So Philip was a deacon. But once upon a time, Philip went to Samaria and the Bible says that he took all the city of Samaria by storm. Even to understand that there was a sorcerer there because of his preaching and the power that exerted from his preaching, Simon the sorcerer gave his life to Christ. He was a deacon. A deacon. He walked souls in Samaria before Peter came from Jerusalem to come and pray that they will receive the Holy Spirit. You don't need to be a pastor. Hey, you can be a banker. I wish that I desire this one day that in my church we will have bankers, teachers, lawyers, doctors, MPs, that when they lay hands on people, they will recover. You don't need to be a pastor. You need to be a floor, just a Christian, a just, just a, a, a remnant in the kingdom. But when you lay hands on people, they should see that power has existed for you. And I pray for you. You can be a student. You go to school. People are sick. You tell them, don't take them to the infirmary. Bring them to me. Bring them to me. You will lay hands on them and they will recover. I pray may you receive that grace. I said, may you receive that grace. I said, may you receive that grace. And look at the verse 20. Look at the verse 20. I thought that when Jesus told them to go and preach, this sign shall follow them. I thought it was just a saying sake. I thought it was something that Jesus just said. And it never happened. But listen, listen to this. And the Bible says, and they went forth. Where did they go? They went forth. They went abroad. They, they departed and preached everywhere. And the Lord was working with them. He was working with them. The word them there is the disciples, the believers. He was working with them, confirming the word with what? With what? With what? May God confirm his word with signs. Anytime that you preach his word, may he confirm it with signs. May he confirm it with miracles. May he confirm it with healing. May he confirm it with signs, miracles, and wonders. Whenever you stand to preach the word, may there be a sign following you. Anytime you preach the word of God, may there be a miracle following you. Anytime you preach the gospel 
of our Lord Jesus. May you see a sign. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. Thank you for listening to us, precious one. I hope your life were blessed after listening to the word of the Lord. God bless you for listening to the word of God. And if you want to contact us, precious one, you can also contact us on this contact number plus 233 246 7212 plus 233 246 7212 If you want to email us, you can also email us on this email Eric at gmail.com. Eric otibuatinministries.com otibuatinministries at gmail.com God bless you so much. Thanks for listening to us.